0: Before you even try to sell it as a, as a productized service, and once you're clear internally on how to be efficient, then you can see how you can package that efficiency with a value-added proposition uh, and and what the deliverables, the timelines, etc. And and it's it's challenging, but but I think possible only for some uh, services and not for all. And in fact, maybe it's nice to start some productized services and then. You eventually get them uh, into custom or a mix of both.
1: Yeah, I think we're a, we're a some kind of hybrid um, because I mean, basically what we've done, and it took us—I think we've spent like six years now um, working on it. Like, so we started with like, okay, so all of our clients has this need, so we made a plugin for one client who paid for it, um, and then we pushed in some extra time, and you know, it, so it started to ask like, a, yeah. So, because like every agency needs a theme uh, that you work on.
2: Hey, Bob WP here and welcome to Do the Woo, the Woo Commerce and WordPress Builder podcast. Whoa! 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 Today's show is brought to you by GoDaddy and their fully customizable e-commerce solution, and Jetpack, where you can manage your client sites with their agency program. I'll tell you more about GoDaddy and Jetpack, but our new Woo Agency Chat Live is dropping in our feed today. Listen in as Jimmy from Angry Creative and Shadi from Progressus.io kick it off talking about productizing your services. They share their own insights into this journey, filled with questions and, of course, answers. They talk about their wins, their challenges, and give you some really good, solid advice if you're looking to do this yourself, whether you're a small or large agency. So let's get started.
0: Here we are at the agency chat with uh, with Duda Roo from Bob. Thanks for inviting us. My name
1: is Shadi Mana from Progressus.io. And I'm Jimmy Rosen from Anger Creative. So, where should we get started, Jimmy? I don't know. Let's let's. Uh, how about we do, uh, you know, we do a background about ourselves, maybe, and a little bit about our agencies, and uh, you know, then do some challenges, wins, um, and you know, I'm I I'm really into you know, productizing our services right now. So let's do that. Sounds great. Uh, I can go ahead if you like. My name is, as I mentioned, Shadi,
0: founder of Progress.io. We are WooCommerce experts uh, at Platinum Partners with the WooExperts program. And we essentially focus on plugin development for enterprise customers. We also do complex integrations and full builds on e-commerce. And we have been running the agency for close to 10 years.
1: Cool. Um, And I run Angry Creative. Um, we're a, a distributed company. Um, and yeah, I think we do, um, we kind of do like two different things usually. We do either CMS websites for enterprise clients or we do um, e commerce for uh, uh, SMEs. And uh, we are uh, VIP silver partners and we are. Uh, w- uh experts, platinum partners. Um, uh, so yeah, it's uh, that's covers it, I guess. And we've been running. I think I did my first, like the first time I saw WordPress was in 2005 mm-hmm. and uh, it wasn't love at first sight, but you know, it got me interested. And then in actually in 07 uh, started, I like for my dorm room, because like I was younger, I didn't have these, all of these wrinkles so then, yeah, I started doing websites for people uh, as a freelancer, and then in '09, uh, I, you know, in the ra- in in a raging recession, I guess uh, that was the last one. Um, then I decided to go full time, and I did. And in 2011, I did my first um, uh, hire, I guess, and it's uh, you know, and it's been going since, and uh, it's it's been. Uh, fun and challenging, and uh, uh, you know, sometimes not so fun, but you know, and uh, I, I kind of love this, so yeah, this is yeah,
0: that's that's part of the uh, ride of entrepreneurship. Uh, similar, I guess, we used to work for corporate uh, companies, got tired of it, you know, said, Oh, let's just do a startup, it'll be fun, you know, everyone will be rich within a few years,
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. but we did get funding, and that was fun, and you know. Uh, you know, we went through that for two, three years, and then started consulting, and then freelancing, and now, you know, running an agency. So it's funny how that happens, but uh, you know, here we are. I did, I did, I do recall, you know, using other e-commerce platforms and then using WooCommerce, and actually being quite impressed. So at the time, at least with WooCommerce, and and the ease of use. Uh, so I figured that's what I wanted to niche into, in terms of my agency. And that's worked well for us. Uh, you know, we've become very well-versed in e-commerce and it's allowed us to land some pretty large enterprise. So that's always my recommendation is to try the niche as much as possible and get your you know, reputation out as an expert in X or Y. Otherwise, it'd be jack-of-all-trades and it'll be difficult.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: People can identify you and, and call what you're good at.
1: Yeah, I think we're, uh, I mean, we've, over the years, uh, I mean, now we uh, we're kind of full stack these days. So, like, we've, uh, especially for WooCommerce, like uh, for the for the publishers and whatnot, we we obviously we work with WordPress VIP, and that's a good platform for them. For like e-commerce, that's like you know that's very complex, and uh, it's it requires you know a ridiculous amount of vertical integration, like. Uh, you know you you I mean basically what we sell today is kind of a like every single project starts out with the same agency boilerplate, and that is like you know fully jacked into the hosting, so it is basically a bunch of microservices doing things that well, you know maybe WordPress isn't that great at doing like you know the I mean it's a, it's a it's a product that's been around for a long time and, uh, you know, the responsibility as, um, you know, basically the, the software running most of the internet, like, you know, almost half of the internet. Right. Then that means like, you you really need to be careful of what you do because that responsibility is huge. Um, so I mean like, but for the more enterprise clients, they kind of need that. They need stuff that, um, uh, I mean, like they want the best of both worlds, right? I mean, they want something that works and that everyone one knows how to how to use, simple. And then they want that you know super cool new shiny stuff as well that they've heard about. And yeah, we're trying to do some kind of hybrid there. So it's um, I mean, like we sell them hosting, and that has like like I said, bunch of microservices, and all of those microservices are integrated into. Uh, well, you know, plugins and well, every single block basically. So, because we're all in on Gutenberg, I think it's uh, Gutenberg is getting great. Uh, I'm so thankful uh, for for uh, what uh, you know, primarily automatic, I guess, is is doing there. And uh, yeah, it's it's it's. Um, and then we also have a you know, digital marketing. Um, you know. Agency thing going uh, for some of the clients, so I mean, we are we're kind of broad, but we're we also have a niche. So it's it's like we work with these clients that has these k- kinds of um,
0: requirements,
1: essentially. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and
0: so, and I think that's a fair way to define your niche. It's not only platform based; it can be very customer specific, in a specific vertical or in a specific uh, size uh, or both. And I think that's 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 a great way to do it. Um, for us, it's been a bit more plug-in development for enterprise, and that's that's worked well for us. Um, but, but we do, of course, run web shops and help people, custom integrations there. Um, some of the things we've been working on internally uh, on that side is essentially you know, trying to standardize uh, all of our processes so it's very clear from the beginning uh, how... Uh, We do things, so having pre-kickoff surveys just to set expectations with the client on communication, on how we do things on our project management system, Uh, you know, uh, uh, two-week bi-monthly cadence, just so we update them with what we're doing, and even internally having communications uh, set post-mortems and making sure how we enter task dates and schedules as well as estimates, you know, having standards uh, just so we can try to predict the future <laughs> of capacity and resource management, which I'm sure is a challenge for.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a. I mean, like, that's. Oh my God, that's a challenge. Uh, like, I'm gonna. Add, you know, I know we're live and all. Like, so, so. I mean, you can, you can. Um, you don't have to uh, give me the full uh, deets, but like, the thing we're seeing right now is that because of the uh, the war in Europe. Um, And we have a lot of European clients, like, we have a lot of clients in the UK, we have some American clients, but like, and then a lot of clients in the Scandies. Um, Because Angry started as a Swedish company, and then like, we acquired a a, a UK company. Uh, Anyway, um, what we're seeing is basically like, everyone is actually buying, like, uh, the agency, like, agencies are getting work, like, there's a lot of work out there. But... What we're seeing is basically, like, for the big projects, like, if we used to spend this much uh, time just waiting and dating them and, you know, uh, catering them, now we're spending, you know, this amount of time. Like, it's just gotten ridiculous. Uh, But, like, all of our existing clients are like, yeah, uh, do that piece of work, do that piece of work, do that. But no one really wants to plan anything because, like, yeah, you know, there's a lot of instability in the market and our shareholders, blah, 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 or, or, you know, or the board or, you know, whoever. We're, like, slammed with work, but, um, like, only for, you know, a couple of months. Um, And then it, like, takes a, you know, very huge um, spike down. But, like, that, like, always gets pushed forward and forward and forward. And we've had that for, like, you know... um, yeah, basically almost since the war started like first you know when the war started it was like everyone kind of relaxed uh, and then like whoa what's happening and then uh, it kind of went back up and now it's like fully up again uh, but it's like you can't really plan uh, anything like so
0: a lot of uncertainty yeah the,
1: yeah the- i mean like that's what we're seeing so like big projects yeah you can get them it takes a huge amount of time uh, like the lead time is just insane and then, like the the clients you do have, uh, they're just they don't want to plan either. So they will be like, "Yeah, I mean, yeah, I know it's Thursday and it's three thirty, uh, but like, can you still pull this off?" Uh, and be like, "Yeah, but that's like sixty hours of work for one person. Yeah, but you know, you can probably pull this off over the weekend." And like, what? Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of that's kind of what's happening. So like, you're getting a lot of work all the time, but like you can't just, you you just can't plan right now. So like, and and like in a business, like when you start getting people, um, I mean, uh, you want to make life easy on them. uh, So you want to, you know, be good with planning, but just like, and and then you plan like, okay, so in the next year we see this and, you know, we, we can do these hires, but you just like, I mean, how do you cope with that right now? Or do, do you even see it? Yeah. So we, I think
0: in a sense, we're lucky in that we have a range of clients from uh, all over the world. Uh, We are remote as well, similar to yourself, but we don't particularly focus on a geographical market. So we do have clients in the United States as well as Europe um, and they are distributed within Europe and the U S we have received, you know, some tighter budgets and cuts, on, on a few larger projects. So we are feeling that, um, which is, I think, common right now, given the war and somewhat of a recession. So we, we do get that. Uh, but at the same time, let's say the mid to smaller projects, the ones that are a few months out, that just need to have an end date, clear requirements, those are moving along relatively well. Uh, you know, it's to clear requirements, clear scope, it needs to be done within three months. It's X amount. And, and, and so those, those, those are flowing relatively well, but yes, to your point, definitely uh, there are some cuts in the larger enterprise uh, budgets and, uh, you know, you have to be cautious. Essentially Um, we, we have uh, full-time and part-time. So, you know, you have to sort of try to balance that um, and then try to make sure that under utilizing them, but at the same time, you know, you have enough projects in order to to continue to have everyone working. So so I try to keep a sense of, of what the capacity and where we are in terms of utilization of everyone is. The way we're trying to do it more and more is essentially ensure that all the tasks, all the projects are estimated up front, do discovery as much as possible, uh, make sure that's all entered, plan that out. Make sure everyone is clear on their priorities. There is also this really amazing view I have to call out, uh, click up for it. It's called workload. I don't know if you've seen this thing, but it's pretty amazing. It sort of gives you capacity by person and, and you can enter their specific tasks with the estimates and it plans out the next week, two weeks, three weeks, month, and it allows you to at least have you know a sense of what's going to happen the next month and then you can plan out accordingly. So and again, because we have a mix of enterprise and smaller clients, we can kind of plug in smaller projects where necessary while planning out the larger projects in a way which allows us to um, you know continu- continue to be efficient and, and have uh, and utilize our, our resources um, as much as possible.
1: No, uh, yeah, but I mean, like, we've seen that too, like many of our enterprise clients has been like, yeah. So we're making good money, but our owners are a bit scared. So uh, you know, this uh, during 2023, we will be uh, you know pulling this much off our budgets. So that's like the enterprise clients has has been doing that, and then they have like they still buy things ad hoc. So it's like, yeah, uh, we need these five things done like ASAP. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you have them yesterday and th- that's what i mean like you know this is like okay so we are one uh, person spare and like yeah we need to do this this week and it's 60 hours of work and you know it's thursday 3 3 30 uh, so i mean that that's kind of what you get from the enterprise company so but we have a lot of smes so like that kind of um and from them like also like they're also afraid to to kind of commit but they're they're more you know they're a bit more, they're more fine with it. But actually, like the the enterprise companies has, you know, from their boards, it's been like, no, you're not allowed to commit to a budget. Uh, You just have to do things ad hoc.
0: But your question is, how do you manage ad hoc requests at Thursday at 3 p.m.? With such clients and how do you manage that given what you have yeah
1: yeah exactly i mean like, yeah, i just gotta tell them no like it's it's you you, you do your best and be like yeah we I mean, I mean we can give you some hours maybe like you do your best but obviously you can't do it pull it off i mean it's just too too hard so you just you know then you you plan it but uh but like i said it's it's uh it's like we used to have you know we used to measure like uh all right so, so okay so One month uh, needs to be... The the, the coming month needs to have this, uh, you know, utilization. Uh, The coming two months uh, after that, so three months, needs to have this utilization. And then the coming uh, three months needs to have this utilization so that, you know, we had a, uh, you know, we we knew uh, so we could, uh, you know, uh, pretty much visualize it as a... And if that curve, like, kind of, like, went up there, then we know, like, okay, six months from now, we're going to need... Four people or we're going to need, you know, whatever. And then we can do the hiring thing, uh, you know, because it takes some time getting good people. Uh, but like now that is just out the window because like uh, so instead like of having a, a, a nice curve, uh, it's basically like chaos, 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 boom, like uh, mm-hmm. because they won't commit and then it's like everything is just ad hoc and they just push it in so like yeah i mean we need to be like we are looking for people now like uh, great developers and whatnot but uh yeah that's that's uh, it's still like a lot of insecurity for us but like obviously want to not want to stress our people out
0: and did you ever in the past or or is it possible to at least have them commit to uh, hourly packages prepaid just so then you can plan a bit better. It doesn't have to be the whole year, but let's say you can give them two choices. It's one, you prepay 40 hours this package and we'll dedicate someone for those. Uh and it can be ad hoc, but then at least it's it's dedicated versus well if you want it ad hoc and you cannot commit, we can't give you an an exact deadline. I mean it's one or the other.
1: Yeah yeah. Obviously. Uh but but they're like nope. I, I'm not allowed, not for my boss. So just got to buy this. Um, and yeah, uh, I mean, this year we've never seen. So yeah, I mean, like we have a emergency rate uh, that's higher than the regular rate. And we actually never like, I mean, like I've been doing this for a long time, I guess. And this year has been like, we've never had to use it as much uh, as this year because just everyone just doesn't want to plan. Um, at the same time, I mean, it's I are working really hard with productizing services as well. And when you start doing that, it kind of means that, like, there's kind of like, as an agency, there's kind of, or any company, there's like three kinds of uh, sales you can do. I mean, you can do transactional sales. And in our line of business, that's, you know, what's that? That's basically selling a plugin. Like, I've got one plugin on WooCommerce.com. So, yay uh it's it's i have got like uh yeah i uh i i could almost uh buy you a beer uh, <laughs> time, like, almost uh, uh, you
0: know <laughs> yeah, it's, products are a tricky business we're, we're we're buying a bit more than a beer maybe a meal but but i i know you're nice
1: this. nice yeah but there's that so that's our you know that's our transactional sales um then on top of that there's tr- traditional sales And um, and then there's complex sales. So traditional sales is basically like, okay, so we, we, okay, no, I'm going to start with complex sales. Complex sales is usually what every agency does. You know, we do things super custom or bespoke um, uh, depending on uh, how fancy English you use. Uh, And so you do that uh, type of work and and, uh, kind of like, how you start productizing is like you do these custom things over and over and over again, and then you kind of see a pattern, right? Like, hey, like we've done ten gigs of these, and like we're we, and they're so similar, like some tweaks here and there, but like for some reasons, like we haven't reused the same thing. So like, let's do that. Like, let's let's uh, you know, let's solve it really good once, and then uh, push that everywhere. And that's actually like when you go from complex to traditional because like traditional sale is basically like buying a, uh, buying a car. You, uh, I mean, that's, that's a traditional sale because like, yeah, you can choose the color and you can choose like, you know, what's inside and you can do like some modifications, but you know, basically it's, it's the, uh, you know, it, 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 you make some tweaks on it, but
0: it's limited. It's limited in, in terms of,
1: and if you're, yeah. And if you're uh, like, if you got a lot of money, um, or a lot of time, I guess you can, you can go with like a complex sale and that's like, let's build it from scratch basically. So, and and usually like the complex work is very rewarding, but like in terms of, you know, monetary value, that's, that's when, that's when you get the, your, you know, that's when you get your people like, oh yeah, I forgot to tell the client I spent a day on this. Oops. Uh, and then you got to like, yeah, this is going to be hard for me to charge the client because, you know, we didn't tell them or like yeah, someone promised this, for you know, stuff like that happens. Or you just like, you know, you didn't count on, uh, you gave them a fixed fee up front and you try to scope it out as well as you could, but you missed these parts. And now, like, you know, you kind of painted yourself into a, into a corner and now you got to do those two, three days for free or whatever. That happens in complex. So, like, you want to push that down to a more a more of a traditional uh, approach because then, like, then you actually productizing your service level.
2: Whether you're just starting to build that Woo shop for a client or looking to expand or scale an existing site, GoDaddy's e-commerce hosting solution is there for you and your projects. Expand a client store with access to thousands of extensions or scale big time with conversion tools, multiple staff accounts, an integrated POS, marketplace integrations, and discounted shipping rates plus a lot more. And if you continue to manage your site or you hand it over to the client, a single dashboard gives powerful tools such as online sales tracking and easy auto sync for all the store's inventory across the entire site. Plus, software, plugins, and extensions will be kept up to date, and regression and other testing is done continually to avoid site breakage. With that all said, keep your client sites humming along with e-commerce hosting from GoDaddy at GoDaddy.com. Did you know that Jetpack has a new agency partner program that will help you manage your client sites? With a dedicated partner manager, it's time to grow your business. You'll be notified about security threats and downtimes, plus all the time you save with real-time backups, one-click restores, and a log that shows all changes on who did what when. And lastly, bulk updates and plugin management add to the time you save. All you have to do is visit jetpack.com forward slash 4 forward slash agencies look forward to recurring discounts on all your new jetpack licenses
0: Lee, what are you trying to to uh, i guess productize because i find found it quite challenging uh, to productize at least let's say from a coding perspective where you're trying to figure out can we build a product or plugin out of this i always find you know we can we can you know productize an approach or a process more than an actual Full set of functionality because we do so much custom stuff, right? That's that's really why they come for us, and it's always been the challenge. Like either you go all the way on a product, which kind of fits the bill for some, and maybe you make some sales, as as you can tell, and or fully custom, which is, you know, that's that's what people typically want if they're coming to agencies like yeah, yeah, yeah. And then this ties is like this gray area where you're like you think you can make a sort of product. But 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 I always wonder: Is that really a product, or is that a process packaged? You know, can you even do that internally for your own processes before you even try to sell it as a, as a productized service? And once you're clear internally on how to be efficient, then you can see how you can package that efficiency with a value-added proposition, uh, and and what the deliverables, the timelines, etc. And and it's it's challenging, but but. I think possible only for some uh, services and not for all. And in fact, maybe it's nice to start some productized services and then eventually get them uh, into custom or a mix of both.
1: Yeah. I think we're, uh, we're some kind of hybrid um, because I mean, basically what we've done and it took us, I think we've spent like six years now um, working on it. Like, so we started with like, okay, so all of our clients has this need. So we made a plugin for one client who paid for it, um, and then we pushed in some extra time, and you know, it, so it started as like a theme,
0: right?
1: Yeah. So because like every agency needs a theme uh, that you work on, and and then it was back then we used the uh, old uh, but sturdy like uh, you know custom fields. So like it could be custom fields or ACF or whatever. But you know, it was custom fields driven, uh, and it was more like it had plugins. So we added one plugin, and then we improved that, and added another because like we kind of felt that, you know, this and this is. So we kind of started off all of our projects like that. So it, it was. Uh, I mean, basically, what it is today is it is a a, a very um, thought through design system um, that, and then like I said, it's uh, it's. D- a bunch of microservices that like align, uh, with the plugins or, and, or the blocks. And then we use that because like every single gig requires the same foundation every single time. So like, okay. So if you do like a, a marketing website, you'll need this, that, this, that, this, that, this, blah, that, blah, 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 and, and you, you'll need that every time. And then it's easier just to remove a few bits than to like invent them. Um, So, I mean, basically, we've got a little uh, thing, you know, it's like, I want to do a new project, and I want to do, like, it's this type of project, and then we have, we've got tiers, so depending on, like, how, like, how much hosting, and, you know, what microservices and whatnot that you'll need, you know, so it has, uh, it's like, you pay monthly, so it's, like, hosting is included, and, and maintenance is included, and... And and the maintenance is like we'll fix any bug that happens. Period. It's like a it's like an insurance basically. So like, but does
0: that include plugins and issues that might? It's
1: a one single fee that you'll pay, and it's between like five hundred dollars five hundred dollars to you know uh, three uh, three thousand roughly. Usually, like somewhere around there are the clients. Uh, some are over that, but like yeah, that's uh, exceptions. And like like I said, everything is included and you'll actually and since we're using the same thing, like both for old clients and for new ones, that means that um, we'll be able to ship you the new stuff that we're building as well because like we have a um, I mean the big thing really happened for us with Gutenberg um, because prior to to like going hard on Gutenberg, it, it was like, yeah, we got these plugins into our you know, with our boilerplate. And then we had, like, you know, the beginning of a design system. But then with with Gutenberg, we could go, you know, uh, all in because then um, we could construct basically a system of blocks that covered, you know, whatever we threw at it. And then we could basically create, like, integrations um, to the uh, microservices. Uh, And all of a sudden, we had, like, uh, we we started having a... um, and like a whole ecosystem and everything kind of fits together because like the one major issue, like, I mean, if you go out on the internet, like there's tons of stuff, but getting it to work together is a nightmare.
0: Yeah, I think. And, and that's, that's interesting that you say that. And I wanted to ask in terms of, you know, um, we use blocks as well, of course. And, and you know, do you, are you using the new checkout blocks and uh, for part of the microservices or, you know, what are the examples of microservices you can kind of using?
1: Okay, so an example of a microservice can be, okay, so we have a, uh, we're running a super a nice software called uh, Image Proxy, for instance. Uh, and that, I mean, basically what it does is that it, it um, we, we kind of hijack a little bit like WordPress VIP is doing with our hosting. Um, I mean, we're doing that as well. Uh, but for, you know, obviously we're covering more WooCommerce clients. Uh, so we're basically we 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 just jack into every single image handling block thing. Um and with blocks it's it's easier because like um it is a nightmare integrating with like Elementor or Divi or like any of those stills that's just like wow your mind just explodes and you know the error logs just like scream. Uh so it's it's um, yeah you can integrate that pretty easily because then you have the standard methods and whatnot. And then, like, okay, so for example, like we call this "kala," and that's like, you know, um, that's like new beginnings in Zulu, I think. Um, (laughs) And uh, so uh, the light tier is like, yeah, that's basically any. um, uh, It compares to any agency website using uh, Gutenberg, I guess. Um, And you know, you can take that anywhere to any hosting; it will just work. And then we got the standard tier. And that's where we, you know, really. Th- then we can turn on all of the microservices, and then like your page speed goes up a lot, and like all the like all the images, for example, just like yeah, they're all they're all uh, either like they. It, we even support uh, Adif and that like no one is using that yet, but like that's probably the most efficient format. But like yeah, obviously we we um, WebP is kind of the standard right now, so it, it just takes all these clients that, like, upload, you know, huge TIFF files and uh, whatever crazy stuff they do. And it just, like, converts them to, to WebP or, 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 you know, whatever you, you set it to um, with a fallback on JPEGs. Um, and and then it also calculates, like, uh, it takes, like, the most common resolutions, screen resolutions that, you know, enter your site. And then, like, it, it, it makes them into the most common for uh, the different devices.
0: But from a a business perspective, then, you know, are you charging per microservice and is that the product side service part or is it just a flat maintenance three tier?
1: Yeah. From going from light to standard, it's like, it's a little bit of work for us, but not that much. Um, so we can pretty much like turn it on and off. And then it's like, we just charge you a higher fee because, you know, um, then we have to maintain it as well, you know, make it like, because we make you a promise, it will work period. And, uh, yeah. And, 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 you know, kind of like, uh, uh it's more like product driven. So we don't, we, I mean, like we do fixes like internally and we just distribute them to you and you know, you don't pay anything extra. Like, unless you say I want this, but you know, we, 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 you know, we treat it as a product internally. And then from, from uh standard to premium that like, um, the big difference is like yeah then we have more microservices but like the 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 largest one like that we do a lot of stuff with i guess is elastic um and you know we we have a lot a lot of things going and like we're making uh, you know uh, weird uh, like weird uh different like uh, personalizations like segmentation tools with it and like uh, yeah doing all kinds of of stuff um where we, where we, you know, where we need to uh, personalize the the um, uh, the experience for the end client, and I mean, like, database lookups isn't that great in WordPress, to be honest. I mean, it doesn't go super fast when you you know, when your tables are um, not super optimized. Let's just call it that so then you know you just bounce that stuff to elastic and then you can do all kinds of stuff with it so but yeah that's that's more a premium and uh, and and, uh, and you can um, yeah yeah sky's the limit really but that's more of a framework um but yeah then then um that's the biggest uh, thing that we we'll work with i guess elastic and doing weird stuff with elastic or maybe not weird is <laughs> interesting let's just call it interesting instead uh because, uh, like it's a lot of fun but uh you know it can be challenging as well um so that, that that's that's basically it so that means that like for for all the gigs that we get like 80 percent of the foundation is done and it, and like the thing we're doing now we're taking a package from that automatic uh, open sourced and so basically like we can when we do a gig we can be like all right click at the clacking uh, new gig and like read this figma file pop and then you got the you know basic website with all of the customizations to the blocks and and the uh, you know the, the colors and whatnot uh, for that particular client, and um, and then like people can just get to work from that. And so like this whole thing has really transformed the entire business. And like some things are are really awesome, and some things are like you know sad as well uh, because like you can't do a productization without changing the business and we're not really a full-on product because that would be even more uh but like yeah we're we're kind of a we kind of grow into like some kind of erp uh company like like an erp type company i mean they've got the erp that's 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 the thing and they charge for that like on a monthly basis and then they've usually got like some stuff built on top of that like yeah we have a special api or you know we've got this and then their consultants Go out to the businesses and and you know roll that thing out. So that's kind of that's kind of how we transform ourselves. So it's like a hybrid product thing. Uh, but you know we have a you know it, we have fixed fees for a lot of things. Uh, you know it's 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 kind of easy to grasp. Uh, but still, it needs customization for every single build. But the, you know we can we can basically really cool stuff. And uh, you know time to market is quite low. Um,
0: but how many of your clients uh, fit in the, into this uh, productized service versus your your normal ones, and do you think they will transition? Because I just, from our perspective, I, I, we get so much custom requirements; it's it's essentially close to impossible. That's why we focus on uh, process and 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 streamlining our processes internally, being efficient. So even if it's a custom project, we're still ensure that we're 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 making sure that we're profitable in that project, and even if we miss something, we have a buffer in order to compensate. So I'm just wondering, you know, that that's the way we operate, and you know, we can give productized services in sort of audits or uh, speed optimizations or packages like we do agile packages of development uh, ongoing, and it's charged depending on what when the client stops. But but it's never at, at a point where, you know, the the agency starts to lose money essentially, because that wouldn't make sense (laughs) business wise. So we ensure that it's profitable by making sure we set the right expectations with the client.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we started just like that as well. And so there's like, it's taken, I mean, like it's taken us six, probably eight years getting here. Um, from like the the from like the the humble beginnings uh, to like ha- where it's now, but yeah, I'd say 100% of clients. Like this is what we do now. It's actually like so. In the past, like 80% of our clients was like, okay, yeah, we work with this freelancer and you know they messed up our site and blah 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 blah. You know they didn't have you know enough backend skill or whatever. Like yeah, that happens. So you know, we took them on, and we we uh, you know took their build, and we you know helped them grow. It's actually cheaper for the client, and uh, a lot more you know satisfying for us. Just to be like, you know what, we'll take your site, we'll migrate it to to our thing, uh, and it's still open source. Like you can you can just dump us and move to any other hosting, but like obviously you won't get the coolness of the microservices but well, you can still do it like, or you, and you can run these microservices because they're also open source, like your, yourself. Uh, I mean, like you always have the option to bring it in house, but like, why would you want it? Because like, it's so uh, like, we have a, a, you know, economy of scale with us.
0: And these are all like prepaid sort of ongoing uh,
1: arrangements. So that solves your problem of cash flow and development. Mm-hmm. We have, what, what is it? I think it's like 35, 40% of, of revenue. Is now in these, like, you know, it's it, we basically we sell it as like a care package, uh, where with hosting included and whatnot. But yeah, I'd say 35, at, at least 35. Uh, I don't have the, the exact number in my head right now, but yeah, somewhere around there. And we're trying to get to a hundred percent so that it covers all costs, so that you know, every and that way, you know, I want to run a business where you know, I don't have to chase each hour, like, and I don't have to take. Uh, you know, if, if his clients, because this regularly happens, like we have a great connection with the client and then they hire someone and then it's like, who is this hire and why are they so mean? And like, uh, um, they're just bad purchases. And, you know, like, if that happens, like we, sh- you know, we should be in a position to fire that client. Like, but because of like uncertainty and, you know, all of that, you kind of like, you kind of hesitate at times. So, I mean, like, yeah, I want to I wanna have a business where I can have, you know, the best and smartest people around me that, you know, make me proud and that I can make proud and where we can, you know, yeah, sure, we're going to deliver to the clients, of course, but we, I also want to, you know, um, disconnect myself from, from having to chase that hour, hour and just doing the best things and then delivering that to clients. So, like, yeah, I really want to get to, like, us being covered 100% with these, uh, you know, care packages, I guess. Um, that's it's And it's not really, you know, a traditional care package. It's like a hybrid thing.
0: Yeah. Sounds like you're adding a lot more value than that. But, I mean, essentially, I think the conclusion from our conversation is productizing, standardizing, streamlining is, is kind of a must in agency if you want to survive the, uh, you know, of unknowns of agency life, which I'm sure everyone has experienced, uh, and it's probably the best advice to give anyone starting out with an agency or even freelancing, to be honest, because we were all there at some point.
1: If you just, uh, I mean, like if you sell things by the hour, like, um, if you, if, I mean, some people make can make the same thing, uh, but you know, you know, I need one hour to do it, and another person le- needs like a full day, and like just. Productizing also, like for the client, like is you know flattens out that curve, so it's much more like it's an easier sale. Productizing is being like we are, we'll give you this value, and for this price, period, and we'll take the risk. And then it's like up to us to to. But kind of what that does to an agency is that it, when you start doing these things, it moves you from a because a, like in, a, in okay, so we've got the consultancy over here and then you got the agency in the middle and then you got the product company over here like and and i mean when i 10 years ago we were definitely like fully consultancy and and like every and that means that okay so you have a bunch of juniors you have you know you have the the, the whole like um some meters and a bunch of juniors because like yeah when you're renting out people you know it's easier to hire the juniors and like if you do uh, a lot of simple stuff you know, it's it's th- that's perfect for them because they can grow, and uh, you know, and you'll make good money on it. But like, as the also the climate in the you know as the business climate uh, gets harsher, and also as the WordPress and you know web industry gets more mature, um, you know, definitely what I see is that you know uh, all these because because when we productize, basically, I mean Gutenberg, what it does means that it gives you the Ability to productize. So, like, just when we, okay, so when we made a, like, a full design system for for um, for buttons, yeah, um, and then, like, um, and, and that goes down into the theme JSON and whatnot, and, and, and like I said, you can kind of connect it with Figma and, and whatever. I mean, we used to have a junior only working with making buttons for, for, for new builds. That was, you know, his entire work, and that's just gone now. Because like with Gutenberg, uh, you know, and and the buttons block, like that. That's just like, and it's done. You don't need that. I kind of, kind of like what happens in a business. Like a, uh, the client, like the sales gets easier, um, simpler, uh, and more understandable. But at the same time, uh, you as a business um, really gets like, um, you get incentivized to move away from the consultancy thing and approach the the product thing. And you, I I don't think like you need to hit it, like have a full on product uh, because like, yeah, you can do that too, but like you can be somewhere in the middle where we are, uh, but still, you know, you, you're you're gonna, you're gonna have, um, I mean, like going, going from having a consultancy, having an agency uh, to being more productized. It can be, you know, in my opinion, it can be a bit heartbreaking as well because like, um, you, you kind of need to switch uh, what type of people you hire and, and that you have in the business because, yeah, it's a big switch in mindset. And, and here, just, just to cut you off, Jimmy, I think we have like one minute left. So if
0: you want to give one last piece of advice and I can as well and we wind it down, that, that would be great. I think you, you what you've built uh, sounds great technically. Uh, I think, again... Uh, from our perspective, we focused more process and standard, and and expectations, and and it's it's worked for us, which is which is good, you know, for us. And and it sounds like for you, what's working is technically building out a, a kind of mini platform, if you will, with mini services. And, and you think that's that's at the end of the day uh, should be or the goal for for a lot of uh, agencies' uh, efficiency and effectiveness and value for the customer at the end of the day
1: you know, it's a long, I'd say it's a, it's a, it's a long process. Yeah. And it always starts with you productize the simple services, the small ones, and then you move on to the processes and whatnot and really get them tight. And, you know, when you got that, like, that's kind of when you, you know, what's the matrix? What, uh, uh, what, what, what did you say? You know, he starts seeing the, the redheads on the blondes and not just the code. Like, that's kind of when that hits. So, uh, I mean, like it's a, it's been a, for us, it's been a long journey and we're not anywhere near done, but you know, it's, uh, just respect the process. I think that having the mindset like, and, and actually working with your people to to having, uh, making it part of your culture in the business. I mean, um, that, I mean, I, I think that's also important. Um, because like the culture uh, you can you can work with the people to set that culture and set that expectation internally so like let's be efficient let's do this let's do that and like when you got that going like and everyone can, uh, can you know can make their contribution to the business that way kind of you know that makes it fun for everyone as well and not just like um you know not just a whip
0: perfect well with that uh thank you very much again jimmy bob and myself I- I've enjoyed this, and happy to come back anytime. Hopefully, I'm sure Jimmy feels the same.
1: Hey, I, I you know, I, I love talking about. It. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we know this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jimmy. Well, thank you very much, and thank you, Bob. And uh, hopefully, we'll we'll be back at some other some other day. Yeah. Take care,
2: guys. Hey, Bob WP again. I really hope you enjoyed this first episode of the live Woo Agency chat. You can always find the live feed every third Wednesday of the month by going to dothewoo.io slash live. There you can watch it on our site and of course on YouTube, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook. And please don't forget to check out both of our sponsors, GoDaddy and Jetpack. So until the next time, keep on doing the woo.